Hey everybody, welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you to this episode. If this is the first time that you're visiting me, welcome, and thank you so much for taking the time to spend with me today. And if you are returning, I would like to say welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, and thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time out to spend with me. Um, I just wanted to share that I've been a little under the weather, so... Um, please bear with me as I try to get this episode out to you guys because I didn't want to miss another week of having a conversation with everyone, especially knowing that today is June 1st, which is the beginning of Pride Month. Yay! Because we're all celebrating pride, all kinds of pride. Um, yes, lovely rainbow pride, LGBTQ. IA, two-spirit, pansexual, all that it is encompassing pride. Pride of being who you are in your true authentic self, since that is the whole very basis of why I created this podcast, is for everyone to be their authentic self. And that is the underline of pride, right? Everyone wants to be their authentic self whoever, whatever that may be. And as a human, we should have that ability to do that without being um, ridiculed, right? Or persecuted, which we've seen and know throughout history that being different does get you persecuted and humiliated, if not killed on some levels. And we've seen a great deal of that over the years, um, just being in a minority of any sort puts you in that category, which is wrong. Um, and we can definitely sing that song over and over again. But until we bo- all start to see each other as human beings, um, it's never going to change. And I would love to see it change in my lifetime. Um, but at the rate we're going, it may not happen. But anyway, pride. I want to celebrate pride. Um, here's the thing, June 1st, this is the first day of Pride, and I just want to share that, um, wow, the coming out stories that Pride has brought out over the years, right? And sometimes the the coming out stories don't end as well as we all hoped, or do hope that they do, but we do have quite a few of glorious stories that do end in in great triumph and and family bonding and unity and we want to celebrate all of it all of it the good the bad the ugly so today I just really want to talk about the the stressors of coming out and showing your authentic self during um, these times especially with the negativity that we're all facing just for, again, for being different. So um, I don't have this great coming out story uh, like many of my friends do. I actually never really came out to family. I just sort of showed up with a girlfriend, um, and that's how that went. Um, So that was my coming out story. But Since I started this podcast, I've had some feedback from 
quite a few individuals who are in the LGBTQ community that reached out and was very thankful about the conversations that I was having on um, the podcast. So we have a, a lot of our younger generation who have the freedom that many of us didn't have to be our authentic selves. Yes, they're still getting um, teased and bullied and that doesn't make it right, but um, they, there's still more opportunities for them to be themselves than there were when um, I was growing up and also probably later and later um, generations as well. So. Um, with that, I am so grateful that um, our our children and our children's children will have the opportunity to be themselves um, as soon as they feel and know that they are or they know who they are for in their entirety. The other thing is that um, I had some youth reach out to me and um, was very thankful. Uh, because they don't have that support at home and uh, they are coming out as transgender, they're coming out as gay male or lesbian. Um, those were the, the, the three that reached out to me anyway. And I want to thank them. I'm not going to say their names because um, I, I did, you know, it's all in privacy and, and I don't want to call anyone out, but I do want to thank them wholeheartedly for sharing their stories and sharing with me um, a part of themselves and the struggle that they had coming out and how support from not only their family members that are accepting, but other community members, right? And, and what we find that in the LGBTQ plus community, that we tend to gravitate to those outside of our blood relatives because those are going to be the people that are most accepting. And um, I don't know if anyone's watching um, the HBO Legendary, but that is huge because um, was I, I was not of that scene. I knew of the scene with the balls and things like that, So, but I was not um, privy to be a part of that even though I lived in New York and did go out to the village, Columbus um, Circle and things like that. I, I was not hanging out in that manner, so to speak. So my mother would not have any of that um, at all. But anyway, but I knew of the scene and it's amazing and I love to see how it has progressed and now it's mainstream and now they get the love and support from everyone and I just it just warms my heart but during you know while watching these these TV shows like legendary and pose and things like that it breaks my heart that we still have to deal with the prejudice with our, within our families, I mean, we deal with it for outside. I mean, I, I expect to, to get some ridicule from outside of family units. But honestly, it is detrimental to an individual when it's coming from inside of their home. And the mental anguish that it causes to have someone's mother, father, grandmother, throw them out, beat them, 
you just ridicule them because of who they are. It hurts. I don't condone that. And this is why we have such a high suicide rate with our youth. This is why we have a large youth homeless population. And this is why a lot of our youth are turning away from family. And some are turning to drugs. Some are turning to prostitution. Others are finding that one person to be their mother or father, so to speak, and comfort them and give them guidance. Um, I know a couple of episodes in, in the past, I spoke with a friend of mine, Chris Willard, who runs a youth home, a female homeless LGBTQ shelter in New York. And we talked at that time about how some of these young ladies don't even know how to do basic hygiene um, and self-care. And it's like because they don't have that guidance, right? So where, as individuals, do we just look at ourselves and say, this is my, my son, this is my daughter, no matter what, I love them. And I know there's a lot of parents out there that are like that. And God, I love you guys. I just want to give you all a huge hug because that support is so needed. I can't tell you how many of, you know, my children's friends that had, you know, came out and, you know, were scared to come out to their parents. But I knew and, you know, my house was a comfort zone. And they were accepted there. They didn't have to question anything there. And it, it just blows my mind that kids have to, to search outside of their home for love and support. And I am so grateful that there are opportunities for others to provide that, that love and support that's missing. But honestly, that void still remains within that individual and they still have that longing because of that connection with that parental unit, right? So they're going to still have that, that hole that they feel like is, is just still needs to be filled. And that's where a lot of people go um, really dark, really dark because, you know, you, you start doing bad behavior or having bad behavior to try to fill that hole. Um, and I can, you know, just speaking from experience on a different level of that absenteeism that you feel like you need that, that, that love, that support. So you gravitate to whomever is going to give it to you. And most of the time it can be negative. Sometimes you can find that positive, but it's very far and few between. But, um, it's just important to check in and find that one person. So to have these houses where individuals can go and be themselves and there's a mother of the house, a father of the house, and they take them in and, and help them find jobs and, and get them clothed and, and teach them the ways of the house and things like that. I love it. I love it. And I just want to continue to embrace that culture because that culture right there is the culture of being a real tribe where no no person in the tribe is left behind if 
doesn't matter what walk of life you come from. If you're willing to do the work and be a part of a unit, then you are welcome. And that's what I would love to see all of us go back to. So in the, in the, the, the spirit of pride, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all those individuals who are allies, all those individuals who are out there being their true selves, supporting one another, and you just reaching out and lending and helping hand, um, lending a helping hand to lift up another human being. Uh, we find that even though there's a lot of turmoil in the the country, we still are at the negative end of a lot of abuse. Sorry, um, it's it's hard because a lot of our brothers and sisters are still being murdered because of who they are, um, and it, it's it's disheartening. It's disheartening. Um, you know, to see that our transgender men and women are being murdered um, and for being themselves. And, you know, people wonder, well, they should tell, you know, the individual should tell somebody or the person that they're with, you know, that they're transgender or, you know, that they're um, in, the me in the process of transitioning or whatever. And it's easy to say, but let's be honest. Even when sometimes when you get to that level where you're comfortable with someone and you think that person is the one and you feel that person is the one and you release that information, it still can go left. It really can. And that's what's happened to a lot of our transgender individuals that have been murdered. They felt comfortable. They were trusting the individual that they were with. And at the end, they got their lives taken away from them. So in the spirit of pride, I want to offer a moment of silence to all those lives we've lost due to violence because of the individuals being who they truly are. Thank you. Now. I want everyone to go out there and celebrate with their fly, their pride flags and just be a unit. Show love and support to one another. Come out, coming out stories should be a great party, not a sadness, not a sadness. There shouldn't be a lot of pain with coming out. It should be a time to rejoice because your family is being themselves. Your children are being themselves. This is nothing compared to what a lot of people have to deal with in life. This is a small speck in the human enigma, in the human spectrum. And you know what? Sexuality is on a wide spectrum. It's, it's whatever. And as we used to say when we were growing up, why does it matter who am I sleeping with? Why does that make this other person so unhappy who I'm sleeping with? I don't know. But they sure enough spend a lot of time worrying about who we're sleeping with. Makes me wonder. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so today, Pride, 
I'm all about pride and being our, our true authentic selves. So, you know, again, thank you for sharing your stories of pride. Thank you, young children, young adults, for reaching out to me and sending me a message of thanks of how, you know, it's nice to hear that um, they're supported and that they, they they have somebody out there. I You know, anytime anyone is in need and they need services, either mental health or whatever, I always say just reach out. I have friends all over and I'm willing to just lend a helping hand. No one should be out there suffering alone. There's too many of us in the world for that to happen. And there's nothing like lending a, a, an ear to listen to someone. And that could save someone's life. You never know. They, You just listening at that time when they need it might be all they needed. So definitely reach out and... I don't want to say like Diana Ross, reach out and touch someone's hand. I would sing, but that's going to be horrible. And um, nobody wants me to hear me sing. Um, sick or not, no one wants to hear me sing. <laughs> but yeah, so um, just cultivate those relationships. Cultivate relationships within the home, outside the home. Those of you who are out there uh, saving our youth, Please continue the good fight and we will all stand in solidarity as we celebrate this year's Pride. And everyone, please be safe while you're out there celebrating Pride. It's um, Even though it's a glorious time, it still can be a dangerous time because without a doubt, we still have people out there who have negative spirits and want to do harm. And by God... I don't know why, but they're still so many of them. And I just wish that um, we all can have better spirits, better, better times within one another and better um, connections with each other. But yeah, so um, I wanted to also mention about the whole coming out business. And I had, like I said, I had, you know, friends and and youth reach out to me about coming out in the support and for the parents and friends who don't know how to really feel about it I want to offer you some some support and maybe some some guidance too because it is hard to hear that your child your your friend or a family member is telling you that um they're gay or you know a lesbian or they want to change their sexuality and or they excuse me their gender Ooh, that was a new york gender <laughs> um but they want to change their gender and there's there's ways to respond if you really don't know how you feel about it instead of lashing out and coming out with a negative response just listen. Just listen and take it all in. And try not to to respond until you sat down and really think about it. it and if you have um if you feel a negative way about it, 
if you feel like you want to continue those connections with your family member. Because some people could care less. And you can come out and they can say, say, you know what? I don't care. I don't love you. This is not how this is supposed to be. I didn't raise you to be this way. And then they can kick the person out. But in the same token, it could be another one, another way. It can go another way where the individual can say, okay, I hear you. I understand that this is how you feel, but I don't understand, but I'm going to take the time out to learn and understand. I just ask that you be patient with me during this process because it's not easy. It's not easy, especially when it comes to transitioning and changing your gender. It's not easy. Um, the, the hardest thing, especially for parents to get around is changing those pronouns and changing the of the name and I just want to share that please make an honest effort to abide by the wishes of the individual that's transitioning it is so hurtful to see that a parent or family member continues to use the old or previous pronouns and name and disregard that the person has changed their their gender and their name. Um, and I'm just speaking from experience where I've seen individuals just totally disregard that the person has changed their, their sex and also their name and um, continues to use the, the, the name that they were going by. Um, with the other sex and um, it hurts me um, it you know it, it really does I don't want to mention the individual's name but it hurts me to watch because it's just um, there's just a blatant disregard for the individual and how they feel because all I all, all I hear is well you know it's going to be hard for me uh, is this is going to be difficult and um, just be, be patient with me. But in the same token, that individual is not being respectful because at every time, at every turn that you use the wrong name and the wrong pronoun, not once did that person stop and say, oh my goodness, I'm sorry. I, I know, I, I, I used the wrong pronoun and, and then change it. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't use the proper name and change it, not once. It was just a, it still is a continue, continues, continues, and continuous disregard. And it, it blows my mind and my skin just cringes every time. And I just, I, I can't say anything um, because I was asked to just leave it alone, right? Um, but I, I just want to say that it's, you know, it's okay to, and I understand when it's in the beginning of the process. I get it. It's all a change. But once it's been one year, two year, three year, four year, it's no longer a mistake. It can, it, it's now a blatant disregard for the feelings and the, um, person's identity at
at that point. So I can no longer see it as you, it takes time for me to get used to because it's okay in the first year, but not when you start going through the second, third, and fourth year. And this has been this person's identity for all that time. So now at that point, I don't have respect for you because you don't have respect for that individual, that human being, right? So it's just those things that you want to pay attention to and those things that I want to share with people who may have to uh, engage in a conversation with a family member that might be um, in coming out and on any level or even transitioning. It's a, a respect. Respect the individual, respect the pronouns, respect the gender, whether it's non-binary or um, they're identifying male, female, whatever, whatever it is, be respectful. If you slip up, apologize, acknowledge it, and then move on. Correct yourself, of course, and then move on. That's how we handle that. That's how it should be handled. And just grow. We want to grow from there. It's all a change. It's all different. We've all encountered different things when it comes to ourselves and, and caring for ourselves and, and being in relationships and caring for our children. We've all encountered different things and we all handle it differently. But in the event that you find that you really are grappling with the identity of that family member, why not seek counseling? If you really value the relationship with you and that individual, seek counseling. Get that middle person in there to help you to, to, to have an open conversation. It's not to say that we're trying to change your mind or, you know, um, make you see things a different way, but we want you to understand how that individual feels. No longer is it a mental health issue when someone says they like someone of the same sex or they feel that they are identified more as a male or they identify more as a female. It used to be a mental health um, diagnosis. Not anymore. Not anymore. Now we need to look at ourselves and how we feel about it. Because for some reason, when people come out as um, gay or lesbian or transgender, we feel like we're being attacked as an individual. What did I do wrong? I thought I raised you well. I thought I loved you enough. Maybe I loved you too much. I shouldn't have let you do this and I shouldn't have let you do that. Those kind of things. You make it about you. But honestly, it has nothing to do with you. Absolutely nothing. It's all about that person and how that person feels and what makes that person happy and what completes that person. It has nothing to do with you. And once we come to that realization then we can see this whole thing in a different light. And that's what we want to share. So on that note, um, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm just going to leave it there. And just talk 
with each other, talk with your, your children, uh, and you never know, that conversation can probably save their life because if they don't know how you feel about certain situations, certain um, identities, then they're just going to assume that they can't have a conversation with you. And it's just a beautiful thing when your children can come to you and says that and say that they have to talk to you and that they may be gay or they feel better as a, a female or male. And then from that point, you can sit down and have a conversation and just say, how long have you felt this way? What can I do to help you? That means the world. And then follow it up with, I love you, no matter who you are, who you're with. I want to make sure you're happy because you're my child. And I just want to see you at happy and at peace. Right? So with that, I'm going to close out on this one um, because I, I don't want to take up too much time. Honestly, my throat's starting to get a little achy, so I'm just going to end it on that note um but yeah so reach out if you can volunteer with PFLAG or uh, any other ally organization um to help support our our um LGBTQ plus youth and transgender youth and also adults okay I don't want to just put it on the youth our adults need help too so um, whatever you can do to lend a hand of support, please do. It's more welcome than you could ever expect. Um, and it just sometimes can be just a simple conversation. All right. So thank you so much for taking the time out to be with me. I thoroughly appreciate you and your time. And I just want to share also that um, one of our sponsors, the Collins Education Resource Management, is... Um, proud sponsor of the Soulful Eclectic, which I am greatly appreciative of. And um, Collins Education Resource Management uh, Company is actually a company that's uh, created to help individuals who are trying to uh, get into nursing school or who are in nursing school and need to need help maintaining their grade need, with, through tutoring and, and assistance and also help with NCLEX um, passing if you've taken the NCLEX and didn't do too well and you're going to take it again they help you with prep in that as well but the other thing that I love that this company does is it also goes out and educates the community on cultural and, and diversity and inclusiveness so that we can um, better have better communication within ourselves, <clears throat> excuse me, within the community about cultural diversity and inclusion. Um, if you need these services, um, please go to www.collins education resource management. So it's Collins E R M dot com and just inquire about what it is that you can do or what you need um, as far as speaking engagements, workshops on health care, um, equity, cultural diversity and inclusion, as well as um, health and wellness 
that we teach in the community. Another, um, another sidebar would be that um, I have two signature colors with Glam Gloss Kiss. Woohoo! Um, they're called Chocolate Queen and also Gemini. So if anyone is interested in purchasing Glam Gloss Kiss, any one of those two, I would greatly appreciate it. And um, it's going to be glamglosskiss.com and just let them know that I sent you over. If there is anything that I can do for anyone, please let me know. My email is uh, dc at thesoulfuleclectic.com and you can reach me on Facebook, DC Soulful Eclectic, and you can reach me on Instagram, the.soulfuleclectic. All right. So thank you so much. I look forward to hearing from you. Ah, you can also reach me on the website. Totally forgot. www.thesoulfuleclectic.com. Don't want to forget about that. Leave me a message. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. And also share your feedback with me. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you and have an amazing Pride Month.